It's the best bits of the all-day breakfast. Bringing to on SID 90.7. Afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dogs that can do tricks and fleas that want to join circuses. You're on the all-day breakfast, Sin 90.7, with Brett, Bonnie and Josh. And it's going to be a big one. We've got oh, in <laughs> studio. He uh, doesn't have a mic at present, and he's also not quite here yet, but he will be joining us, and it's going to be good fun. I love your optimism. It's going to be beautiful. We've got so much on. I've got a spicy new game for you guys. That'll be fun to try out. Spicy. We've also got all the usual, the traffic report, whether or not, and Bonnie's Bulletin. Bonnie's Bulletin's our favourite new segment. But for now, let's uh, get ready. Get ready to get our bed. Put your put your cosy little slippers on and warm yourself up to this next track. It's Big Words, Miss Your Mind. Half a day is gone and the best is still to come on the all-day breakfast Sin 90.7. It's the all-day breakfast traffic report on Sin 90.7. Disaster on the streets today as a hospital worker ran to put change in her meter and refresh her ticket, only to realise she'd left the keys in the building. The resulting return trip was met with mild congestion over the 300 metres, only for there to already be a ticket by the time she arrived. Witnesses on the scene were quoted as saying, Ooh, stinger, and that's properly unfortunate. <laughs> the victim was optimistic in the outlook, saying, I hope this $75 is spent on something the city desperately needs, like morality. In other news, all toilets are graffiti-free in Melbourne Central for the next 10 minutes, so make sure if you want to get your truly insightful poems noticed, you get in there fast. And that's traffic. Now to our Master of Meteorology, Josh Parrish in the Weather Machine. So whether or not you should go outside report with Josh Parrish. Hey, we're in business. Cheers, Brent Chopper Watkinson. <laughs> Hang on, is that is that nickname already taken? Ah, uh, yeah, someone else already has Chopper. I think they probably don't do radio, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I'll have to think of something else. All right, so it's uh, time for the whether or not you should go outside report. Or, um, and uh, as I call it, the whether or not you should get out of bed report. Um, and uh, stock up on your antihistamines and stick pipe cleaners in your hair, listeners, because spring is officially upon us. <laughs> um, but we don't have too much to complain about here in Australia because over in the US, the state of Florida has been devastated by Hurricane Irma, or as B-movie directors are already dubbing it, Alligatornado. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I don't know if that one's going to get off the ground. It's a bit of a crock. <laughs> <laughs> Emergency services have found it tough going navigating the floodwaters and have been forced to deploy Burt Reynolds on an airboat to carry out the search and rescue. <laughs> yes, that was a joke about the 1976 popcorn action flick Gator. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, the Pasco County Sheriff's Department has had to issue a safety warning to the 50,000 gun owners planning to emphatically exercise their Second Amendment rights in the direction of Irma. This really happened, by the way. <laughs> Apparently, it had not dawned on the admirably defiant Floridians that bullets fired into 300 km per hour swirling winds might have the temerity to come back. 22-year-old Ryan Edwards, who started the Shoot at Hurricane Irma Facebook event as a joke, said he was sorry for so severely underestimating Florida's irony deficit, as if Miami, with its white leisure suits and aviators, hadn't already made apparent this distinct lack of self-awareness. <laughs> the, the gun lobby, however, has been quick to point out that guns don't kill people, stupid people firing guns at tropical cyclones after being <laughs> encouraged to do so by a tongue-in-cheek Facebook event kill people. <laughs> 
and that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's a real, uh, real catchy slogan that one. And that's it for the weather or not. You should go outside report. And now our hottest new segment. It is time for Bonnie's bulletin. Thank you, Josh. You stole a lot of content from my news bulletin, but that is fine. <laughs> we'll run with it. Good afternoon, I'm Bonnie Barkmeyer for the All Day Breakfast Bulletin. The Category 4 Hurricane Irma has battered Florida with gusts of up to 230 kilometres per hour and severe floods. Millions of people were forced to evacuate earlier this week while those left behind hunkered down. The hurricane is almost 650 kilometres wide and is affecting islands in the Caribbean, the British Virgin Islands and parts of Cuba also. While Hurricane Irma is nothing to joke about, people are questioning whether this could be a consequence of President Donald Trump pulling out of signing the Paris Climate Agreement earlier this year, <laughs> suggesting it should be renamed to Hurricane Karma. <laughs> Trump has not commented on the allegations, but has been seen researching how to deport a hurricane. <laughs> Online pranksters have threatened to unleash terrifying clowns on unsuspecting citizens following the release of the horror film It. The creepy clown craze that swept the world and sparked a police response last year is back and Australia has been warned. A group called Clown Purge Australia has issued a chilling threat via Facebook to scare the country with Brisbane and the Gold Coast in its sights. However, not all of the creepy clowns are scary and mean, with one elderly lady saying one of the clowns even held open the door for her at the shops. She said it was a nice jester. Oh, <laughs> there it is. That was a long setup. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Uh, a public competition is underway to name the five new stations being built as part of the $11 billion Melbourne Metro rail tunnel project. Game of Thrones inspired names have reportedly been amongst the popular suggestions, including High Garden, King's Ladding and the Erie. However, Winterfell seems to be the most appropriate name for Melbourne for the Melbourne station, given that the cold climate has decided to stick around. Premier Daniel Andrews commented on the idea, saying, naming it Winterfell is the most Melbourne thing since someone brought a cheese platter to a footy match. <laughs> <laughs> to sports news now, and Dustin Martin has been named the most valuable player in the 2017 season by the AFL Players Association. The Richmond Young Gun claimed the Lee Matthews Trophy last night with a total of 1,333 votes. Martin said he was incredibly humbled in becoming the first Tiger to accept the award. He was also in the running for the league's worst tattoo award and the most putrid haircut. <laughs> <laughs> That's all for news and sport. You're listening to the All Day Breakfast on Sin 90.7. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> Bonnie's bulletins. What a, quality. What a segment. Quality Much as better well. than ours. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's the I mean the overlap. It's the the price you you pay for, you know, weather news overlapping into real news. Yes, that's it. Yeah, I've just got to go back to making it up and not you know yeah, reporting on actual events. What did I tell you about putting factual things in your reports? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Stick to fake news, Josh. All right. Next up, we have Gregory Porter with Liquid Spirit here on the All Day Breakfast in ninety point seven. Reroute the rivers, let the damned water beat. <laughs> And we're back on Sin 90.7, All Day Breakfast, Liquid Spirits. How, how good a track's that? Oh, it's a ripper tune from Gregory Peck there. That's Sorry, Gregory Porter. I was calling Gregory Peck. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's not that good at acting. Well, uh, special treat for us and for the listeners. We're joined in studio now by... As Josh put it before, comedy's Tim Logan. A very Whee. special treat for the for the listeners who are right now thinking, "How is this a treat? I don't know who this is." <laughs> uh, it's like giving a you give them a chocolate and I don't know what chocolate is. It's a Morrow bar. You're the Morrow bar. <laughs> <laughs> a Morrow bars are shit, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> a Morrow 
bar. <laughs> what is a moro? It's a Mars bar without without what? Like it's missing one key ingredient from a Mars bar? Is that it, what a moro uh, bar is? Like a nougat kind of deficit? Is it sans nougat? Is that what you're saying? Something like that. It's a, definitely an off-brand version. But what? you just said Gregory Peck had a musical career, so I don't trust anything <laughs> you say. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I said Gregory Porter defended um, the rights of a certain character in To Kill a Mockingbird. And, but um, you know, <laughs> not, none of that reference, is true. But you took too long to get there. Yeah. I just I, was good. Was I nearly point. said defended Atticus, but he would be playing Atticus. Atticus I couldn't remember Fitch, the name yeah. of the character. That's <sighs> right. I'd like to take this small moment to point out, apart from his comedy career, Tim's known for being quite the real life heckler yeah that's true actually that's a good point probably before I did a joke I probably heckled people in real life which is really just known as being an a-hole <laughs> it's not really heckling in real life it's just being an antagonistic son of a bee yeah do you great put that on radio b- editing though you prepared, you prepared yourself stick to the letters I try <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that you can live censor yourself. Uh, we couldn't do that with Greg Fleet last week. That's where we had to pre-record. No. Uh, well, Fleety's been not live censoring himself for about 27 years. <laughs> <laughs> Made a career out of it. That's right. And thank God for it. So, I mean, if you are the moral bar of comedy, <laughs> which you... Uh, thank, uh, you for the if, thank you for the if, because you're allowing it to if. not be true. No, it is. I mean, what... what you know, what comedian are you an off-brand of? Well, I do have a new opener about Louis C.K., which oh, I'm very good. happy about, which is that uh, people say I look like him but not famous, and I say let's not focus on the not famous bit, let's focus on my spotless history of no sexual assault. Yeah, that's a, so you a know, key difference between me and him I'd like to focus on. Something to put on your resume there. <laughs> not if I'm applying for a job, you know, that he's uh, giving me. He probably wouldn't appreciate it, but... Probably not. Let's be honest. How, how often are you going to get jobs from Louis C.K.? Not often, <laughs> but maybe one day until he hears that joke. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a pretty uh, wide-reaching radio station. I think he's, you've, probably, you've probably burnt that bridge now. Oh, I don't know if he's listening to this. Oh, he but... does. Louis actually sent me a message the other week. He said, hey, Brent, great show. Uh, really love everything you so do. So you're still lying about a lot of things. Uh, That's still a thing for, for Brent? Truth, truth's uh, malleable. <laughs> That's why they say the truth is gold, because it's very flexible. Who says the truth <laughs> is gold? Uh, me, to start with. <laughs> it's one of those things that sounds like a phrase, but I don't think that is. Like a, it's like a moro bar. It's a thing that isn't real. <laughs> it is real. Uh, moro yes. bars are real, that's true. Let's, uh, let's, let's get to the interview segment of it. The people want to know who you are because, as you said, they may not have an idea. They're at least puzzled. If they don't want to know, they're like, like let's just get it out of the way. Yeah. Who let's... is he? So that we can move on to the rest of our day. Sounds good. Sounds good. So, Tim, you've been in comedy, what, now, 10 years? Like, I think 12. 12? 12 years. That's two years on Ryan Coffey, who we had here two weeks ago. Uh, It's pretty crazy. Um, And nearly half of that spent in two other countries. And then the other half spent mostly in Tasmania. So, really weird. So, basically, you're saying most of it doesn't count. That's what I mean, yeah. It counts in really odd ways. Like, I, I killed at a gig in Copenhagen. That doesn't help me in bloody piran, does it? <laughs> you know? uh, it's not going to help you cope in there. Oh, oh no. So you, you wanted to do this. You wanted to try to get into wordplay and puns. I, I, I maintain that puns are not only not comedy, uh, they're, they're uh, an idiot's version of, of, of mathematical comedy. Like, it's just a formula. It's just Ooh. take that, oh, that's that thing, turn it, oh, it fits that Lego piece. It's not actually a joke. There's no premise or meaning or concept or insight there's just that word is like that word that's a pun and then you go oh i see that word's like that word and you kind of laugh out of (laughs) understanding you know so you're not laughing because something's actually (sighs) funny oh this is hurting there's there's a lot of people listening who love puns they're probably gonna 
get start some kind of riot. So you're saying this is the the IKEA build of comedy of humour. There you go. It's yeah, yeah. A to B. You know, you take that piece there that goes there. You don't put like a cabinet together and go, oh, that was funny, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Depends what kind of cabinet it is, I guess. <laughs> if it was a political cabinet, oh, <laughs> oh, dangerously oh. close See, to satire. That, there, that <laughs> groan, that groan comes out of your heart because your heart, <laughs> your heart knows truth, and the heart knows that a pun isn't funny. Well, we actually, Bonnie, who we have in the studio right now, has a segment or had a segment a couple of weeks ago, Bonnie's Bonbons, in which she went through her series of great jokes yep. that were predominantly How puns. How many were puns? Almost all of them, almost exclusively. Bonnie, what's your stance on this? Most of them were puns, although, Brent, I do recall you like not being able to um, control yourself in, in like, <laughs> getting a pun out there in <laughs> reply to my funny jokes. But. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's actually some research on this. They say that... Uh, I read a, a clickbait article on this, and they say that people who can't help but make puns uh, actually have high IQs because you just can't, you know, help but make the neural connection. Uh, I've said this before, and I will say it again. I am fully endorsing that uh, <laughs> yeah, probably I'm, fraudulent information. I'm not even arguing against that. I'm happy if puns are a sign of intelligence. I'm just saying they're not funny. Fair enough. I don't know. I think comedy comes from surprise, and sometimes if you can get uh, from A to B faster than everyone else, say, I, you know what? I would go you so far like as to a say A meets B on an IKEA I manual. Would, uh, not even close. I'd say puns are like A to F really quickly. If and you go A to F, your cabinet's going to be all kinds of effed up. <laughs> yeah, well played, well played. I bet that one would kill in Copenhagen. <laughs> yeah, probably they love that stuff. Yeah, IKEA came from very close to there, <laughs> and they love making fun of the Swedes. In any they do any other it's like New Zealand house. Any other Scandinavian country loves making fun of any other Scandinavian country because they don't want to admit that they're all pretty much the same. And I can say that because I'm here now. <laughs> well, we're pretty much the same as New Zealand. Having said that, New Zealand's basically the nicer version of us. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, in Melbourne, we're like pretty much the same as Tasmania, which you know. Uh, it's it's we pretend it's another people. country. Yeah, Melbourne's going to hate that. Uh, Tassie will go, no, we've been saying that for oh, years. Oh, no, a lot of people in Tassie will hate that as well. Like, we're not like those a-holes up there. Are, you, are they like, Is there like a Tasmanian separatist movement? Uh, like four guys. Yeah. <laughs> four guys in Bernie. Yeah, there's, there's, to be honest, Hobart is probably as close to Melbourne as you'll get. We've got yeah. all the niche bars, all of the... There's cafe culture and all that kind of yeah. absurdity. And yet we're like, no, no, we're, we have all the best coffee. And, like, it's true, Tassie does have the best produce in almost every aspect. But, true. Uh, you know, they still lack the... Uh, everything the, else. Everything. <laughs> so yeah. that, there's no chance of a binding referendum on this anytime soon. Uh, Maybe I'd, a non-binding one that costs yeah. $122 million. Yeah, we love, we love having pointless. Yeah, we could tick a box that means nothing. <laughs> we, love, we love doing expensive polling. Um, hey, uh, the plebiscite is coming up. Uh, mm. What are your thoughts on on holding back human rights via the Postal Service? Holding back? Yeah. Human rights? Yeah. Mm, interesting framing. Human <laughs> rights. I'm not sure. I think there is a, uh, not an argument, but there is a point to be made on whether it's a human rights issue. I think if you bring that in, uh, it gives people ammunition to argue that instead of just going, look, it's just, it's just fairness and equality, isn't it? Uh, so it's just a weird civil thing that should be... There's no reason to not have some people be able to do something. That's all it boils down to. Like, why disclude a large portion of the population? So you're saying if we make a, try to make a big overarching point, it makes it more difficult yeah, to argue? People, people, yeah, people make it really, really big and then people have some kind of... Cause you can legally argue human rights and human courts and there's precedence and you can, it can get a little bit... 
it's really simple. It's just fairness. I think if, you, if, if they can keep it really, really, really simple with just, it's just not bloody fair uh, to vote no, then, you know, obviously it's a yes, right? Makes perfect sense. In fact, all day it's breakfast... It's not funny, it just makes sense. No. Uh, all, all day breakfast stance on marriage equality is obviously it should be allowed. Uh, the only reason that there's not a reason is because old people are still in power and we have to wait for them to die off before everything will go through. Yeah, for the most part, it is old people. Yeah. And it's really draw a line. If anyone's listening and you're over, what, 55, just turn your radio off. We don't care for you. <laughs> or be progressive. <laughs> That's what they're telling me. I'm just reacting to what they're handing me written on a bit of paper. It says, can you tell the listeners to turn, turn off if they're over a certain age? Uh, we do love all our listeners as well, though, as long as they're progressive. Anyway, uh, that was pretty spicy uh, for a segment. <laughs> that was predominantly comedy. Uh, coming up next after this break, though, we do ask Tim Logan the big question and... We We've got it all filled with a lot more laughs. Later after that, we've got Brent's new game. But first, Tim, do you have a song you'd like us to play? Oh, do we already play the song? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I did come up with one. Um, I really like this song I've been listening to over and over again called uh, Out of Sight by John Wayne. I really like it. All right. Out of Sight by John Wayne coming up right now on the All Day Breakfast in 90.7. We're putting the kettle on with the All Day Breakfast on Sin. You're on Sin 90.7. That was Out of Sight by John Wayne. Now, we're joined here by Tom Logan, comedian. Tom Logan. (laughs) Tom Logan. Was that my misprint on the run sheet or I may have led you into that one? Let's just... (laughs) (laughs) To you, though, for trying to take the bullet. You immediately put the hand up. It might be your fault. And it wasn't. Yes, thank you, Josh. <laughs> or Jish. Always or got Jish. my back. I, I didn't think. I didn't expect you guys to like actually check the facts on that one. I was just trying to be the president's body I mean, man. Let's, let's, not, let's not dramatise. Check the facts. Considering it's just uh, how to say my name right. That's all right. Okay. Well, Tom. No. Yes. <laughs> it's pretty close. There's a Tom Hogan in Tassie, uh. and the local uh, folklore is we can't be in the same room because it's Tom Hogan. And Tim, Tim Logan, Logan. I mean, if we if we touch people, there might be some kind of dimensional kind of like breakthrough. Does he own a big knife? Or <laughs> <laughs> he's that kind of guy? Yeah, I would not be surprised if he had like a homemade sword. He's a, he's a weird guy. How would you know? You've never been in the same place. <laughs> I've heard things about him and his sword making. I uh, feel like do it. I feel we should do it for an experiment, just because I want to see the events of you two like high fiving. Yeah, and then it's like a Ghostbusters thing with the streams. Don't touch the streams. We all die. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh, that was interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't say anything, actually. <laughs> no, the world just be gone. <laughs> uh, uh, so, Tim, not only have you been doing comedy for just a really long time... Are you stretching your hamstrings? Like, that's quite a powerful stance I, for radio uh, delivery. If I'm being honest, there's only three mics in the studio at the moment. Me and Bonnie are sharing, and it's just easier than me sitting on the chair playing bumper chairs. That's fair. Well, that sounds like fun. It's like a standing desk. You're really ergonomic. Yeah, just um, stretching out all of the, uh, you know, working on your core strength. Well, you know, uh, I do like to be fit. Uh, when you wake up at one o'clock in the afternoon, you've really got to sort of combine a lot of things together. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You've kind of backlogged about four hours of stuff. Exactly. So yeah. I often try and exercise, do the radio, breakfast, try and eat breakfast at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, being the all day breakfast Australia's latest breakfast show? What's your sleeping habits like, Tim? Um, they're all over the place. Uh, I really like getting up. I'm, a, I'm actually a morning person. Really? Which is surprising for people. Like, I'm a real morning person. Like, I'd be anywhere between 6.30 and 7.30 a.m. I'll not only could be awake, but I'll be in the kitchen going, 
Good morning, how are you? Oh, coffee? Gee, I'm making a coffee already. And housemates, <laughs> are, uh, uh, partners, uh, friends, family, they uh, they don't like that. No. Um, they hate it. <laughs> Obviously not. That's I'm horrendous. Pretty upbeat. Even if I got, also, more so if I was actually like hungover, like I can wake up, as long as I'm, as long as I'm like really sick, I can actually get quite positive after a big night. Uh, so I like early mornings, but I also like late, late night. So my perfect kind of day is like a 2 a.m., bedtime and then at kind of 6 or 7 a.m. up but oh. you can't really do that after more than a few days because your body goes what are you doing yeah stupid that's that sounds like most people's nightmare <laughs> <laughs> the difference is i don't have to go anywhere that's what makes it oh, nice like, okay. like i've got to get up in the morning and like go to a job right so the the early morning music is playing the birds are chirping and yeah and very I can at put peace. actual music on and like have another breakfast and then like watch some cartoons for about three hours like my morning's not hectic what's your what's your favorite cartoon what's your go-to cartoon at the moment obviously loving Rick and Morty obviously loving Rick and Morty Bojack Horseman I just binged the whole new season that's beautiful I love Bojack um, before that really like Dragon Ball Z yeah they're uh, doing Dragon that. Ball Super have you got into that yet uh, is that new yeah new one the new new how yeah, new 109 episodes of it deep now 109 episodes 12 minutes of actual narrative yeah that's, that's what they're that's really good <laughs> in Dragon Ball yeah. one conversation is 8 episodes yeah it's pretty crazy uh, I've not seen any of it because it hasn't been dubbed yet and also I have a social life but uh, I really expect you'll <laughs> like it it's, it's a lot more the first thing isn't it yeah it's the first thing <laughs> Did you go and scream like Goku in Federation Square? The I other watched day? videos on on Facebook. I saw all the videos of that. They look great. And I was like, "Damn it! I missed out on the best thing that week." Do you reckon you would have won? Uh, no, definitely not. Now you've got to have a real good range. Can you take like two steps back from the mic? What is your best <laughs> it would Goku? Would be scream, so right? loud. Uh, take take a few steps back. Stand at the back studio. I would, ladies and gentlemen, for your listening displeasure, Tim Logan's best Goku scream. All right, all right, all right. I'll go he- headphones off. He's currently about four feet away from the mic. He's just charging up. He's winding up. He's got the uh, heavy breathing going. about three of those. From what I saw on the videos, people would live like a first, then they'd breathe in again and really try to go Super Saiyan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one guy nearly passed out. Um, Everyone just... knows that that's the smallest step away from going Super Saiyan. You either pass out or you go Super Saiyan. He just really missed out. He was out. close. He was real close. Uh, that was perfect. You, you were right on the levels. I think oh, the cool. range was perfect. I don't think I mean, we blew anybody's Someone probably in. had a heart attack. <laughs> like someone wasn't listening to the preamble and was just in their own zone and then just heard a massive scream. Yeah, well, that's not a problem because we already ruled out all of our older listeners. That's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we already got rid of them. That's um, why we did that. We did that for this reason. Yeah, it was a Imagine if warning. someone tuned in right at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> that would keep me tuned in. Well, actually, if you are just tuning in, we are talking with Tim Logan in the studio. He's just done his best Goku scream. Actually, on a that first ever, really, like it might, oh, I don't, don't like to, to think me. I've got a, a ceiling above that because that was my first real. Okay, but you've definitely done them before. That's. I mean, this isn't your first endeavor. I couldn't say like in a court, <laughs> no, <laughs> but in a studio, absolutely, I've never done it before because ah. you have no legal course to like you know prosecute me. Well, yeah, look, okay, that's fair. You you'll be banned from. Nah, we'll still probably have you back, actually. <laughs> exactly. I've never done it before, and that was my first attempt. Thank you for saying it was very good. So it's your best one. Yeah, yeah. First that's, on record. True, yeah. It was pretty best. big. Just like, actually, our next segment where we ask you, Tim Logan, the big question. That's a good segue. Thank you. 
It's actually this segment, but it was a great segue. Uh, <laughs> this whole segment was actually tied around this big question, so all that's, good. That's fine. <laughs> all right. Are you ready, mate? Tim Logan. The tension has just gone right through the roof. Yeah. What did you have for breakfast this morning? Oh, I can tell you about breakfast. Did <laughs> <laughs> you say you had two breakfasts before? I love a cook. Yeah, I definitely did. Um, <laughs> I love eating a lot and I love eating early. So I like to do like between two and four meals before 5pm, like is my prime. Um Good ones, though, like uh, just a couple of hours ago. I can't actually remember first breakfast. I remember second breakfast. I made a... You do look Hobbit-esque talking about two yeah. breakfasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it tomato and, and bacon? Uh, yeah, it was it. Uh, no, it's like a bubble and squeak, so it's a bit Hobbit-like. I made like a kind of uh, drilled-down kind of bubble and squeak, which is uh, I baked a lot of cut-up pumpkin and carrots, just baked it, roasted it, a bit of olive oil. It's really nice. Uh, caramelised some onion. Got to the uh, the pumpkin and the carrot together with some peas and corn and mashed all that up. Just so it's still chunky, not too, you know, not too mashy. And then fried that in a big, like, uh, what's that word? For like a patty. Yeah, like yeah. a patty. Fried that. Put the onions on top of that. And then you fry an egg. Just chuck that on there and just softball and just let that kind of leak all over the veggies. Just... Just a beautiful, healthy what thing. What happened to breakfast? You're like this, well, the seventh the seventh guest we've had in that hasn't just gone, oh, probs, cornflakes, I don't know. What, where is everyone getting this energy? Where is, what's happened here? It's just good things. Oh. What's that, what's that word in, in Danish for, for good living? What is it? Higa? Huga? Oh, no idea. Danes. <laughs> Don't know. Uh, you did mention it once, and I've now pigeonholed you as, oh, there as is an expert that, on all oh, things. That, um, God damn it! There's that Swedish word which is to uh, legom, which might be kind of close to what you think, which was kind of like, kind of the perfect amount of something, like not too much, not too little, like just legom. And how yeah, much like, bubble and squeak did you have this morning? Well, it was a lot, <laughs> but you're talking a lot of carrot and pumpkin and one egg. You know, like there's nothing dirty there. There's no bacon. There's no meat to it. It's not greasy. It's quite a healthy but very filling thing. I would say you could you could describe that as legume. As you're you're a vegetarian, yes. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does how does an egg fit into your diet in that front? I'm not a vegan. I'm not a lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's how it fits in. Love egg, cheese and eggs. Eggs and cheese, milk. Uh, I actually have. I did go for a while. I went on the um, the almond milk, and then I read how that's like heaps worse environmentally. So I couldn't feel great about it. Makes you but, feel a little nutty too. Oh, no. Um, yeah. That's right. Any joke that really makes you want to have a drum kit nearby is a bad joke. Uh, no, it supports both areas of the arts, comedy and music. <laughs> That's fair. That's very fair. That's nice. So you only do it because you want to help musicians. Exactly. I really want to spread it out. Drummers already get a bad rap. Yeah, that's true. So you want to help them look better by having bad jokes. I just want It's them selfless to have... what you're doing, It really. is. I will cripple my comedy career... Only to only to give drummers a better run. You've been given the uh, the sad trombonists a real workout lately as well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The groanists, it's a real bad one. It's just. I don't. I don't stop. I don't stop. Well, that's look. That's a spicy little breakfast. Only lacking the spice. Um, Ooh, jalapenos are on top. Sorry, I did forget. Oh. Sliced jalapenos on top of the egg. I love jalapenos. I'll put them on anything. Anything. Mm, not wheat bix. Yeah, okay, fair. <laughs> Maple syrup on wheat bix, though. Try that. Ooh. All right, I'll, I'll give it a raz. I doubt I'll be awake before any time where it's appropriate to eat wheat bix. But you can have breakfast for dinner. That's another thing. Breakfast is the best meal because you can have it all through the day. 
that's a solid endorsement for the old day breakfast. That's something that we can really get behind as a show. So that's fantastic. Thank you, Timo, for uh, your old day breakfast. Please stick around. I've actually got a game show coming up next uh, to do... It better not have anything to do with puns. Oh, it's going to be hundreds of puns, Shit. but it's going to be great. Uh, but up next, real fire track. In fact, I'd like to call it our banger of the week, but we don't have to do that. It's just my endorsement. It's Deborah by Beck. Sin 90.7, old day breakfast. Oh, what an absolute track there, ladies and gents. Beck with Deborah. Really love that song. It's uh, probably my favourite Beck song at the moment. In fact, it's probably my favourite song at the moment. I just don't like the whole premise of it behind it, where he's just going, girl, I want to get with you and your sister. Like, But he's not, he's not backwards about going forwards with it. He's definitely like just gone, you know what, guys? Here it is. This is. is. I'm laying my cards out on the table. If you're down with it, yes. If not, no. It's direct. Yeah. That's something. Yeah. It's not quite as problematic as like a Robin Thicke or something. That's true. That's true. At least he's had some, I guess, decency throughout it. But good track musically, questionable morals. It makes me think of Deborah Messing. Deborah Messing? <laughs> I just don't know many Debras. That's fair. Do you know any Debras? Uh, I think life? the only one I know is like an accountant for a tax firm. Okay. That makes sense. Do you guys know any Debras? I know the one who did that sculpture down at Birung Ma. I think, you know, the angel, the one with all the tiles? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Deborah that, Halpin. That's She's, a Deborah. Yeah. Well, maybe that's it. I think if you've got a really good artist, I mean, there's Deborah Missing, and then there's her, and then there's an accountant. Deborah, <laughs> that's the Debras sorted out. That's all the Debras, <laughs> all the Debras in the world. Uh, okay, well, what we're going to do now, guys, is a little thing. My dream job in all of my life was to be a game show host, and now I'm going to live just a more to come of that. Uh, it's a to... nightmare for everyone else, your dream job. Yeah, people will hate it. Your dream is to give everyone else a nightmare. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> it's I'm a malicious ba- dream. I'm basically Beetlejuice, but that's fine. <laughs> you're, you're Beetlejuice? <laughs> yeah. You're dead, you're dead guy. <laughs> Only on the inside. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You do stand-up comedy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, guys, so what we're going to do, uh, I'm going to try and wrangle all these tunes, but it's going to be uh, Brenny's Musical Trivia today. Oh, Brenny's. Brenny's Musical Trivia. Can we? Can we, Can I suggest Brenno's? Just no. as an option? No, you no, are going to go Brenny? All right. Absolutely not right. Brenno. Right. I thought it was still in the, development. That's that was the incorrect title. <laughs> oh, that's a, is, that a, is that a minus point for suggesting Brenno? Uh, yeah, absolutely. In fact... Yeah. There you go. You've already lost one point. I didn't hear anything. Was there a sound effect? There definitely was. You get nothing. God, it's so bad that I didn't even get to hear it. Yeah, well, that's all right. Maybe you need to try harder. (laughs) So if I try harder, I'll get to hear the sound effect. Yeah, all right. Anyway, all I need you to do, uh, if you're playing at home, I can't hear your answers, but you're already going to get it right. But the people in the studio, just chime in with your names. We'll test the buzzers now. It's just me saying my name. Just your name. Just your name. I mean, I'm talking right now, so it's probably going to work. Yeah, we don't know, though. What if your oh, buzz is broken? Uh, uh, Tim. Tim? Oh, look, it works. All right, cool. <laughs> Incorrect. Your name's Tom. <laughs> yeah, that's, all, that's probably what it took me a while to figure out. <laughs> Am I going to be able to hear the music? Minus I couldn't two. hear the sound effect. Can we, uh, can we do have a duo? Can we have a, a, a tester? We'll try We'll try with him. Plug, plug in. Has, we'll do one more. We'll see. Is this correct? Tim Logan, can you hear this? Oh, I ho- hey. <laughs> wow. That's like a whole other dimension. Oh, is this? It's not you can only hear a roller coaster. Just was, one dimension. That was great. Can you only hear positive feedback? Is that why it wasn't working in your headphones? <laughs> maybe, maybe it was just a, a denial, a strong yeah. sense of denial. Yeah, a selective hearing. Because <laughs> I heard ding and then I heard applause. I didn't hear anything else. Was there anything else? Ah, uh, not nope. for you. Oh, no. <laughs> That's how I get through. Josh, your buzzer. Josh. Yeah, it sounds a little faulty. Can we have cool nicknames, or is that not? No, a thing? look, I'll let it. Tim's only got a small name. Yeah, that's true. Uh, 
Bonstar. Are you going to be able to say that quickly, though? Bonstar. Bonstar. All right. Bonstar. <laughs> don't, don't mispronounce that. <laughs> uh, what was my nickname in high school? I've got nothing. You can't say that on air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sin rules. Uh, I'll just go with Josh because otherwise, you know, it's going to yeah. break some sin regulations. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the very first edition of Brenny's Music Trivia. Today we're going to listen to three seconds of each track and our lovely contestants are going to try and chime in with their individual buzzers and play for first to three points. These are well-known tracks, so the buzzer should be firing red hot. But if you're playing at home, see if you can answer to your friends in the car or in your room. And the first track here begins now. Tim. Uh, Tim Logan, what's, the, uh, what's your answer? Um, we Can Be Heroes, Bowie. That is... Very well Correct. Done. Well done, sir. Well done. I had no idea... And then I said my name, so that I got a second to think about it. Are you back to zero now? So yeah, you're, you're at zero. Yeah, yeah. You, you were already behind. I should get an extra start. point for honesty. No, there's no. I was sharing craft. You guys can use the same technique. Just don't share. <laughs> All right. This is the brutal world of of music game Brent trivia. Great. It's a mouthful. We'll it is a brutal, it's so brutal that naming it is difficult. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll workshop it for TV. <laughs> All right. Next track. Okay, it's really. Josh. Josh. Just can't get enough of something. Oh, who's it by? Who's it by? Just can't get enough. Get, do you know the band? No. <laughs> I'll give you half a point, and yeah, there's another half a point up for grabs if anyone knows the band. I can't, I can't, I can't. Do I get a half a point? By saying it was on an ad for something? Absolutely, Absolutely not. Musical or something? <laughs> Absolutely not. You quarter of a point. Like a no. sellout quarter? Yeah, quarter. Like, I'll take a quarter. What was the ad for? I, th- I have a feeling it was for breakfast. There's no confidence in Some that. Some sort of a <laughs> cereal. <laughs> all right, well, you get half of a... There you go. That's all you get, Josh. Oh, yeah. uh, that felt like about 75% of a ding to me. That wasn't a... Well, there's actually applause after the ding. Oh, okay. So you yeah. got no applause. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's... All right. Next track. All ding, no clap. <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> all righty. Track four. Any suggestions? It is often confused for uh, another song. Bonster. Bonster. Stairway to Heaven. Nope. <gasps> In fact... Uh, Josh. Oh. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I thought you'd already dismissed me after <laughs> no, I said my you're name. Wrong. <laughs> my name is wrong. Josh, uh, is it uh, House of the Rising Sun? No. Oh. I'll play a couple more seconds, but I'm going to skip to the middle of the song. I know that song, but I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't think Time's of it. up, ladies and gentlemen. It that? was Dream On by Aerosmith. <sighs> Not only a fantastic track, but also a good one to bench press at the gym for, for all yeah. you Jimmy boys Gross. out there and gals. Aerosmith. Jimmy boys. <laughs> that's a good pull. Like, that's not, you, no one's listening to Aerosmith enough or at all. Well, they, uh, all of our listeners just have for about four seconds. Yeah, so. that's and, and I'd like to apologise. <laughs> <laughs> Aerosmith's great. Uh, well, it was at the end of, uh, what, Armageddon? That song? No, not that one. But no. Aerosmith in general. They had a big Armageddon song. That's that was one of the terrible things about that film. That was I Don't Want to Close My Eyes, that one. The, oh, gross. Because babes. And Liv yeah. Tyler was, play, was in there, yeah. so it was like a weird father-daughter thing in there. <laughs> Absolutely. Kind of a Trump, Trump-Ivanka type <laughs> mentality in Armageddon. 
All right. Well, we're running slowly on time, so this is, we're going to go to sudden death. Next two tracks, and we're going to power straight through. They win. The highest point after oh, these wow. two tracks. Right. Ready? Fairly new track. Yep. Yep. Monster. Yes. Hilltop Hoods. Yes. Oh, but I don't know the name. Come Have on. You got a feeling about the name? That's not a good it's hint. Reference to what Is you it, said before. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> I thought that might have been a hint. No, not at all. No. Oh. Quick, play it forward in your head. See if you can. I'll skip to the middle of the track. Anyone else can buzz in at this point and get the other half of the point. I'll have a guess. I'll have a guess at the name. Cosby's better. <laughs> well, I was going to say beanies are cool. It's not oh, even close. Wrong, it? School of thought. It was completely... I mean, clothing for winter, yes. I just thought, what would the hood sing about? <laughs> well, that's a correct point for you, Bonnie. One full point. So that sets the points on zero, one and half. I had at least a half point no, at some point. No, you got zero because you were started on negative one. Because I was honest, though. That's why I got demoted. <laughs> and even though you, were new in big, you knew you were in big trouble. The honesty has no... Place in your game show? Not at all. That's that, uh, welcome I'm, to showbiz. I'm going to keep emailing in about Breno. <laughs> Breno. And keep pushing. You, it. You'll be putting the junk file. Here's the next track. campaign for Breno. Monster. That is Iggy Azalea. Iggy. Oh, yeah. Yes. Fancy. Oh, Fancy. Oh, yeah. I get half a point. Half a point. But point. that leaves Bonnie on two points. One and a oh, half and points. And a half. Tim Logan on one, half also a point. one and a half, if honesty is no. Honesty doesn't count. Uh, and Josh Parrish on half a point, tied up, so tied second place. Well done, Bonnie. We're going to now go to our next track. It is Hiatus Coyote with Nakamura. You're on C90.7, the old day of breakfast. We're burning your toast on the all day breakfast. Welcome back to the All Day Breakfast on Sin 90.7. We're, I think we're Australia's laziest radio program. No, um, not only laziest, but latest breakfast show. Um, I, I think we're the laziest. I, I just couldn't be bothered doing the research. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I respect that joke because it's not a pun. Not a pun. <laughs> when it's not a pun doesn't mean it's good. That's true too. That's the voice of Tim Logan, everybody. Uh, we're just about out of time here, but before we go, Tim, have you got any gigs to plug? You want to uh, I'm at uh, a Flying Duck tonight. Where's that? I, Anyone know? It's, is it near North <laughs> Melbourne, I think? Uh, no, not at all. No, it's in like Pran or somewhere, um, or Chapel Street or somewhere like that. Uh, the Flying Duck. Comedy at the Flying Duck tonight at like 8.30. I'm on at that. Yeah, that'll be fun. And then... Uh, Will you do Dirty Secrets afterwards? Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. some late night cellar work, and yeah. then a big show in Tassie next week with Claire Hooper. Ooh, good yeah. stuff! You got some. You got a big one coming up for the Fringe as well, don't you? Uh, for you mean the gala one? What are you talking about? Don't you have the three little gigs coming oh, up? Oh, three little gigs. That's right. We're, so we're on the next couple of Tuesdays at the Imperial uh, Three Little Gigs. You can come along and see a free show. And we're uh, getting it into shape for uh, Comedy Festival next year. So come along to the Imperial and catch Three Little Gigs. It's rough and loose. That's what we should call it. <laughs> I think you should hire Brent as your publicist. Brent I would contractually be allowed to call him Brent uh, I would definitely <laughs> leave you behind. <laughs> He's not a good publicist. Not, no. not worth 10%. Brent is actually evil. Uh, we'll get on to that later. Evil Breno.
Big shout out today, though, to all of our fans. We got Jason, who's been uh, our number one publicist on Facebook, been sharing it around. Great guy, your mate, I believe, Josh. Yeah, he is indeed. He uh, lent me the sliders last week, which oh. we will put up today. We're actually we're going to get so out of hand. We're going to get an Instagram this week. Oh, really? Yeah, we're going to get an Instagram. What are you going to be gramming? Uh, Instas mostly, uh, but <laughs> but uh, predominantly uh, in studio photos. So if you want to see what Tim Logan looks like, you'll yep. see it on our Instagram. You'll also see Josh's sliders. Uh, second shout out to our only listener to go all the way back through our back catalogue, Emily Fam. Thank you for doing that. Uh, a bit creepy, Emily. Just to be honest. Yeah, great content. <laughs> I can't see why you'd go. Why get you a, wouldn't get a hobby, mate? Yeah. Get a hobby. I hope she is vocal in saying that it's a good thing to do. I hope she doesn't have a knife. <laughs> Not like, isn't following any of you home. Not like Tom Hogan or whatever it was. Paul, he Paul builds Hogan. swords and armor. Yeah. Ah, right, yeah. yeah. Okay, so next week on the show, Eli is back from his travails in oh, the, he uh, is too. Uh, land of the maple leaf. Does that mean I'm getting kicked off again? Or? You know what? Maybe not. I really like you. I, th- I in fact like you probably more than Eli. <laughs> I, I think you got a big future here, kid. <laughs> <laughs> that newsreader segment's gold, I tell you. <laughs> Thanks, you Breno. guys just turn into like creepy dudes from 70 years ago. That's what all our stingers are, so I feel like. <laughs> some kind of Marx Brothers kind of shtick. Yeah. yeah. Bonnie, get out of here while you still can. <laughs> Go find Emily, form a gang. Girls run the world. Yeah. Uh, After that, I don't know what you're going to do. But yes, next week, huge show again. Uh, we have Tasmanian hip-hop artist and former comedian, may I add, Mr. Menz, or as his friends call him, Chris. Uh... It's a big secret. It's a big secret. Uh, We're pretty exclusive scoops here. Uh, But he'll be on air with us next week. As always, stay tuned onto our socials, facebook.com forward slash alldaybreakfastsin and Twitter at sinbreakfast. But until then, as Eli would want us all to say... Stay true to yourself. And that's all for this week. Like us on Facebook, Twitter and Bebo and be sure to catch us here on Sin 90.7 for the All Day.